mountain. Um, do you have a beach near you? Ah, uh, did I, Eric? Oh, yeah? I grew up in a city, didn't I? Yeah, but I don't know. Is it, is it, is it not got a beach? No, no, no. It's miles away. Oh, wow. Um, you know, you're probably talking, I don't know, maybe, maybe an hour's drive, maybe a little bit more. Ah, uh, yes. Um, oh, we're on. It's recording. It is. It's recording. Itself. Um, talk to me, mate. I'll give you the floor. Who are you? Um, tell me. All right. Who am I? Well, I'm just a girl from uh, Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, I was born in Christchurch. Family background. Uh, dad's a farmer. Mum's a teacher. We lived in Ashburton. We moved to Indonesia when I was seven. Uh, when I was four, lived there for seven years. In Jakarta, my dad was a diplomat. Moved back here. Went to school here. Uh, back in Christchurch. Have a younger sister who's thirty, and yeah, was brought up in a uh, Christian family all my life. Really healthy, well balanced. Um, loving home and uh, then when I hit I guess oh my goodness how much do you want but when I hit the end of uh, fourth formal when I was 15 I sort of went to Rickerton High for a year and one of the kind of public schools because I went to a private school I uh, went there for a year and that was kind of like the beginning of the end I got involved with a whole lot of jokers that I probably shouldn't have had a few traumatic things happen and that kind of sent me on a bit of a spiral as it does, mm. and for like mm. the next three to four mm. years, I sort of have a bit of a blur in my life of just partying, etc. Until um, when I was 18, I fell pregnant with my daughter Leah, and uh, she was my saving grace. She, um, it was a life or death situation for me, figuring out whether I was going to have her or not, but mm. I kind of knew that for me because I'd had given myself the choice to have sex then I therefore I take on the responsibility that I could get pregnant so um mm. for me it was selfish if I decided oh no I don't want this child and I'm not going to give it a, um, a chance at life so I just sucked it up and I had a mum who was a pastor in a church and I had you know family members who were really successful in business and all of that where you just are like I had had this good trajectory where I'd gotten out of a hole and I was going to go work in a laboratory, and um, but then I fall pregnant and I can't because I work with listeria, which can cause miscarriages, and so that's a risk they can't take on. And so it's all of that where it's just like everything's going against me actually having this child. But I mm. just always have been a survivalist. So I just mm. was like, oh, well, let's just, let's just do it. And what mm. will be will be. I can't, you know, and it's and it's best. It's the most amazing thing uh, decision I've ever made in my life. And you know, brought me and my family closer and me back to God. And, uh, you know, I've got such a cool kid. She's 15 and she told me just recently that she idolizes me and that I, um, yeah, she just adores me, which is really nice. Like what 15-year-old ever told their mother that, you know? Yeah. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> do, you think that's, do you think that survivalist mindset came from your parents? Do you think that came from life? Or do you think that came from moving abroad at a, at a young age and having to sort of deal with that? combination of possibly all of them I mean I'm I've got I'm from a long line of very independent women so um very strong 
uh, woman. So my grandmother, her grandfather, her father is Austrian. So he came over in the war and then um, he'd come and go from my nan's house and come out and knock up my great grandmother and then leave and then come back. And so they'd had 10 or 11 kids. Um, mm. And my nan was at the very tail end of all those kids. So she kind of grew up just seeing her dad now and then. I think he had another family up north. Um, mm. So obviously the mother had to, she was, had to play mum and dad. And then my nana, she married my kuro and they're still alive, but um, he's very soft, um, meek. And my nan was the authoritarian and the disciplinarian. And my mum was also the same. My dad's mm. not weak, but um, definitely more submissive. And mm. then, and then there's me who's also done the same with, with, with being able to be, you know, quite dominating, I guess, in some way. But, you know, I've kind of met, met my match who kind of keeps me in line as well, which is great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then Leah. So it's, there is that real sort of like lineage of, of strong women. So I, I, and my mum was never about the self pity. She was always just like, something mm. happened, you know, you, you know, don't victimize yourself, see what you, um, need to take responsibility for, own it, apologize, and do something about it. You know, don't sit and wallow. And so I really take that on in my life where I understand things happen and I understand empathy towards someone and what they go through. But there's a time where you've got to go, okay, I need to put on my big boy pants now and do something about it, you know? Yeah, not- for sure. For sure. Yeah. So that's like a, a combination of like nature and nurture in it really, because it's in your nature to be a bit of a stronger lady, but then also growing up, having those life lessons at an early age, obviously having, having Leah, like that's going to give you a slap in the face and you've got to like, you, you know, it's, it's sink or swim at that, at that, t- at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So how did you get into business? Cause you, what do you own? Is it one? I actually don't know this, so this is going to be really interesting. Like, talk to me. Um, so, how did I get into business? Well, I went in 2009 and did, like, a hotel management uh, diploma thing and mm. uh, at CPIT. And one of the courses that they did was a barista course. And so, I got involved with that, and I really loved making coffee. So... Um, I got offered a job in a cafe and therefore started my cafe sort of experience. Mm. And ju- I guess just through the way I would see and, and I would dream, I'd think about what I want in life. And I've never been someone that's super career goal orientated, but mm-hmm. I've always thought it's pretty cool to be able to travel around with like a trailer, a coffee van trailer around New Zealand and do something like that. So the seed was kind of planted there. And mm. um, just over time, through different jobs. I was working in a clothing store and I can't stand retail after that. So <laughs> food and coffee is my jam, but retail yeah. selling clothes is not my jam. So yeah. um, you go. Okay, see you, love. Have a good day. Okay. Um, so because of that, it, it's, it's almost like when you really, really are not happy in a position that you're in or you're, you, you dislike it so much, it's almost like that, pushes you to a point of wanting change it's when you are really not happy where you're at like that you're almost forced and so I was mm. like right I need to go out and do this now because I always wanted to be able to build my own dreams instead of working for somebody else and building theirs like that was yeah. I've always wanted to do 
Yeah. And so um, I started looking on Trade Me and I just came across this sort of old 1960s Tojo Joy retro caravan. It was already made up as a coffee caravan. And um, I just went and checked it out. And then I just kind of, I didn't have any of the capital to put into it, but I just talked to my dad and I just shared with him a plan of what I was going to do and how I was going to pay it back um, mm. and that sort of thing. He's like, come to me with a plan and then we'll, we'll discuss, you know. And so I might have borrowed maybe mm, probably all up because I got a car as well with that, um, 20, maybe 20K. Um, I'd put in five. And um, then I just paid dad back a certain amount every week. Um, and, yeah, just made it happen. I got – it came with a spot permanently outside of the town hall. So I got to deal with all the tradies, and that was amazing for, like, the first two and a half years. And um, and then I was out without a space for about a year, so I had to just do gigs. But luckily I had met Nate, who was able to sort of, like, help me out a little bit with, you know, me moving in and stuff like that and not mm. having to, you know, he, he supported me a little bit while I didn't work. Mm. And then I got the place in Margaret Mayhew Playground. Um, mm. And so I had a little accident with the old caravan and rode it off. And so I got my <laughs> one that I have now, and which is great. But I miss the old girl as well. She had a lot of character. Yeah. Was like, it was a piece of crap, but I loved it. And yeah. Um, now I'm in the process of getting another one, permanent one, and putting it at the Margaret May Playground and um, using this one for gigs. So I'm expanding the Kia Coffee Empire and then woo. Woo, woo. but on the side as well, when we went into the lockdown in March, everything stopped. Everything stopped. You know, I, I if I'm not opening the hatch to serve coffee, I don't make any money, right? So um, I needed to think quick what I was going to do. So I was like, well, I've got to find something online. So I was looking at friends and that who have been involved with online businesses before. And I found one with collagen and skincare and that. And so I jumped in and was just like, right, just make it work. And so while I was at home, I was doing lots of different videos at home and just sharing value with people and um, just sharing my life. And I still do that now. And, and I, I make a full-time income off it now. And so I've kind of got two streams of, and now that my 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 online business, my skincare business, has funded me being able to get the second caravan, so I can actually keep going with the care, and you know, yeah, um, very cool. Like just stepping out and just making it happen. We all have twenty four hours in the day, and I yes, guess, miss. What do you what do you decide you want to do with it? Like, you know, we can have all the excuses in the world, but at the end of the day, it comes down to. Are we just going to keep scrolling on our phones or doing stuff that procrastinate? Or are you, you going to go and actually make a, a life or a future for yourself there? Mm. I mean, I mean that's a that's a perfect example, right? Of just like just starting and just doing something because you you know you fell in, you obviously did the did the course, ended up fell, falling in love with making coffees. Yeah. And we're like, I wanted to I wanted to work for myself. Don't want to work for the man, sort of thing. Bought the whole caravan expanded onto that now that's expanding again gone into something else with being proactive with the whole lockdown situation and like just starting usually ends up spiraling the dice to other things that you wouldn't even have, have thought about you know what I mean yeah like I bet I bet collagen was never never on your mind when you started no um no it wasn't I didn't really know much about it at all so mm. 
you know, and then and then diving into how important it is and that the, the the benefits of it and that and how our body's depleted of it was just so interesting and and then obviously my number one testimony being myself and what it's done for my own body has has been pretty cool and the the people that I've met you know so I've created a whole new group of friends um, across the ditch and in the wider world because um, of of cool authentic people because I I said yes to something and didn't let an opportunity pass by you know I was just like and some people have said oh you know you just you dip your toes and everything you you know you just there's other things that I've done as well but you know how many people who have become super successful in life who have have gotten in and and just tried different things and and that sort of thing and failed forward like you know it's there's it's not a lot of times that you hit the jackpot on the first you know sort of entrepreneur right so You've got to just you. You've got to find what's your niche and what's for you, and um, what you vibe with and what you're passionate about, and and just just keep moving. And it's it can be difficult, and you feel like you're trudging through mud sometimes. But that's the nature of just life. Like you know, it's not all going to feel like it's rosy all the time. And even today, like I'm at home and I'm like, oh, it's windy and cold. Do I go to work? Is anyone going to come? Is my caravan going to blow over? Um, you know, so I don't know, but um, yeah. It's what 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 gets you out of bed then? Like, because everyone's got to have, you know, there's motivation and inspiration, right? And they're two completely separate things. Motivation, you're you're dependent on an inspiration, makes you independent. So, like, what what is your inspiration? Because motivation can come from fucking anything. Yes. What keeps you going all the time? Like, what keeps you expanding? What keeps you looking for new things, and then what gets you out of bed? Like, why'd you do it? Mm, why do I do it? Well, I love people, and I love, mm. like, I love being able to, or I get excited about who I'm going to see today, or um, one of my mottos, that, mottos I have in life is to uh, make sure people feel better uh, when they leave before, you know, better, more, more better before they leave, uh, after they leave them before they arrive at the key or when they visit me like I just love my middle name is joy because I love to to um impart joy onto people and to make them feel good so that people is one of my reasons for getting up I just love people and I love connecting with people um <clears throat> what's the other I mean life is really short I've hit 34 now and I remember when I was a kid um my grandparents saying you know it really goes by so fast and as a child you're like oh my goodness this couldn't go any like (laughs) yeah yeah I just want to hurry up and grow up and then you grow up and you fill your day with so much stuff um and you you look forward to going to sleep and like you just I look at kids and I'm like why are you just detesting your parents with going to sleep sleep's amazing um Mm. And you just realize how fast, like even this year, life goes. And um, and so I, I find it quite precious, like being able to get up and, and, and even if it is just having a day at home, I really value that because, you know, we're just so busy. Mm. The, but the one thing I feel like I need, I've been thinking about over the last week is my how time poor I am. And I guess it's that, you know, me, both me and Nate, who works in real estate, we we work six to seven days a week, and 
So we miss out on a lot of family stuff and we miss out on even taking our jet ski out or going camping. We lend it to other people, but we aren't using it ourselves. And I'm like, you know, mm. we're working towards a common goal for freedom, but it's like, mm. it's, it's, it gets tough because you've got to take those moments. Like for me, I'm thinking, well, what if my grandparents pass away and I didn't, I haven't seen them for weeks, you know, and I've just got to remind myself to be like, well, you need to make those, the effort to put the people that are important to you in mm. amongst the life and make sure that you make that a priority because, you know, you don't get that back. Oh, yeah, it, it's hard, right? Because everyone's like, especially in the whole business realm and and like real real estate, you're trying to work towards that that freedom, right? That that euphoric state where you can basically sit on a beach and live your life and nothing really changes, and you don't have to worry about pennies or anything. But then, like to get there, it seems like you have to sacrifice an arm and a leg, and like it's being able to weigh it up and balance it. So it's like. Hey, it might take you five, 10, 15 years longer, but at the end of the day, I'm living life during it. Yeah. And finding that balance is, is seriously difficult. Um, is that what, what is it that you make yourself do then? Do you like make yourself take a day off? Do you like go out? What, what is it that you make yourself do to keep that balance? Yeah, I do give myself, well, so we just had the school holidays, which is like the busiest time. The, the, the big school holidays at the end of the year are also crazy. So mm. when, when obviously that's when there's downtime through the week where kids are in school and that I'll take one or two days off. Where I'm not kind of bothered about, you know, that's when I kind of look forward to those moments when I'm like going to have a bit of a, a break um, and then I'll go visit family but over the holidays, it's just all go. But what I'm also trying to work towards, right, is when I get this new van and being able to have somebody in there working in there, then that gives me more time and freedom to do other things like yeah. events and that. You know, this is obviously how big corporations get going and they, they see and they have people working for them who are mm. happy to do that. And that's kind of where I'm wanting to take it to because, I mean, I've done this for five years working, you know, almost every day. And it's awesome. I never, I have never gotten sick of this job. So I know I'm in the right business. Um, mm. But it's the time. It's the time that I've sacrificed. Not been able to do other things with my family and that, you know. Mm. It's so, satisfying yeah. income as well, right? It's having multiple different streams of revenue going into the big pond. 100%. And even if it's just a drop in the ocean, like it's still a drop. It's a drop that you didn't have. And it's a drop that you don't have to plow energy into day in day out like not blue collar for example yeah um that's really cool how did you come up with kia why kia coffee well that i actually just bought the business as it was so they called it kia coffee um it was an existing business and um yeah and then i just kind of changed the the logo of it a bit more i really like the kind of turquoise or teal whatever color you want to call it granny blue bluey green color caravan yeah blue and it's a constant uh, debate on the book i tell you with people that, that it's depending on the perspective of what you think but um yeah. yeah and i just i just kind of yeah it just expanded a bit more and i did like the name here uh it kind mm. of goes with my personality really cheeky and inquisitive and um like fearless and just like you know oh beautiful <laughs> so um they're just they're just fun-loving birds 
and they're yeah. just not afraid to cause havoc wherever they go. So yeah. um, are they the ones that uh, nick your rubber from your windscreen wipers? A hundred percent. Yeah, and they just plod along, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I chose that. Um, and I've helped uh, other friends. Like I've got a chick called Louisa who parts up with a chip van next to me, and mm. um, she came a few years ago with a, an idea of wanting to do some food as well because she was an ex chef. She worked for Gordon Ramsay in the UK. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd known her for about ten years, and so I was helping her set up her business. Um, and then she just she's now parked next to me. She's got great product. She's got a great location, and and she pumps it out. And yeah, so it's so cool helping and seeing other people who are inspired by something as a friend that I did. And it's and you know it's only a small business, but it it. It lights something off. She can do it. I can too. You know. Mm. I mean, like everyone's a leader, right? In their own right, and leadership is is what you do. It's like it's not what what they call you. Um, you know, everyone looks up to fucking I don't know, or someone with a like a million or ten million followers on Instagram or whatever. But it's actually the people that you see day in day out that ends up yeah. keeping you going. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome that you. Well, it's impacting the local community, right? Yeah. And it's all it's all about it's all about people. Um, cool. So where do you where do you see yourself? What's without obviously showing everyone your cards? Um, where where do you want to go? Do you just want to keep plodding along? Are you someone that has set goals that you have to fucking crush, or is it something that you kind of just plod along and where you go, you go? Probably the latter. Um, I have never really been goal orientated and driven to achieve certain things. Um, I have got a competitive streak in me when the pressure Mm. is on, but Mm. I can also become quite complacent in the routine of every day. Mm. So it's one of my challenges is actually trying to figure out what my, like I want time freedom. I want to be able to, create a residual income that is coming in where I'm able to go and help and, and, and do things for other people. Like I, I'd love to be everywhere at all, all times type thing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not God. So, um, that's probably fortunately I'm not God actually. Um, so yeah. And, but it's letting go because like with the care, like that's been my baby. It's like, Oh, I, I kind of fear a little bit that I'll, be a little bit of that um, micromanager and I don't want to but that's you know when that's your thing and you've had it for so long I and the care mm. and having someone come into it, it's like oh please do a good job mm. um, so that'll be a challenge letting go a little bit there um, but yeah I'm definitely like a go with the flow let's just you know make the best of whatever you're doing and and yeah just keep uh, pretty cheesy but just keep spreading I guess it's just like just keep being loving wherever you go type thing but I'm super for sure happy. yeah for sure as um I actually I hate that this is a thing but as being a lady impacted the way you sort of run your business has it been a challenge to get I don't know business through the door or or a possible grant or anything like that have you faced personally have you faced any any issues Simply because you're a lady? Not on the difficult side. More mm. 
on the side that people are more, uh, well, men are more inclined to help you because, you know, I'm just, uh, they, I guess they see, they just want to help this young girl out or, you know, um, it's just, you know, you, so not in the negative, mm. but I've had more support because I guess it's that whole, like with, with, with different sort of things to do with practical stuff in the care, the guys or the trades that are more inclined to help me because it's just if it was a male running it, it probably would be different. But they were more mm. inclined to help, you know, probably mm. young and personable and you know, semi pretty that they're like, oh, we'll help her out type thing. You know, it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it probably worked in favour for me mm. being a female, uh, whereas I don't think it would have had the same effect for if I was a man. No, I don't think um, I don't think anyone would be helping me shift stuff. That's for sure. <laughs> They'd be Building like, "Nah, stuff. fuck off! You can do it yourself, lad." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looks heavy. You, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, um, is who if you had to pick one person, right? One person that has been the most influential for you of the way you live your life, the way you run your business, the way you because you clearly have a an open mindset where you're not closed off to, to new ideas, to new things. You're always sort of searching whether you're doing it intentionally or whether you just, you know, keep chugging forward, like you said. So what or who is the, the most influential? Wow, tough question. Yeah. All right, because some, pe some people, it's a family member, right? Some people, it's a stranger that they bumped into um, and ended up giving them some wisdom or instilling some confidence. Some people, it's it's you know someone who's read uh, wrote a book. Like, what is it? I do you know what I don't know. I think mm -hmm. I'm, I'm such my you know I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I mm -hmm. just I would say. Right now, it would be Nate um, mm. because it's not so much. I mean, he he inspires me by, by what he does and how optimistic he is. Um, mm. And you know, he he came from nothing and created such a awesome, successful business for himself. But mm. um, and with hard work. But I think more to the point is that we're both quite strong and quite. Uh, we, we do our own things and our own businesses and that, but it was having the support and the, you've got this and the belief, which is more what I need. Um, not so much, like I get little things in my head. It's just having people believe in me that I can do that because I have struggled with self-belief in myself. And he's mm. got a lot in himself, not arrogantly, mm. but just, just believes in himself. So um, that helps and kind of feeds me to be like, okay, I'm going to go do it. So, mm. and probably another another chick in my my business, um, in my online business, which has really inspired me too with how her work ethic and what she's done and what she's achieved is pretty amazing too. But that's only just recently. So I can't, I've never been someone that's sort of just like, I want, I, I want to do that or go after them. I sort of just, get these little urges in myself to be like, oh, I'd love to do this. But um, I never really had 
I always questioned myself because of my upbringing and I kind of was, you know, answered for and all throughout my childhood and that sort of thing. So mm. I didn't have a voice myself. So just having people believe in me helps stoke the fire for me to keep going, I think, as opposed to yeah. having one set person. Um, who I yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I get that. And like, you're clearly very, very family orientated, right? And having that support system in that in that small circle around you is is key for you to just keep going. And like, mm-hmm. like you said, you if you have an idea, you want to go out and do it. So that's that's some intrinsic motivation. But then everyone needs some sort of extrinsic motivation. Some someone around them, whether it is like someone they don't know, just go keep going, dude. Yeah. Or it's like like you said, your partner, Nate, like yeah. right next to you. Yeah. Nah, you you're actually strong enough to do it. You don't need me you're strong enough on your own and it's like all right it's just that that sort of confidence instilled back yeah. in you that you okay I do have everything I need and I can keep going and you can keep pushing yeah um if you weren't going to go into coffee if you never would have stumbled on coffee um and you can get into the coffee business what business will you, are you look at and just think or what industry do you look at and think that'd be really fucking cool probably um Psychology or counselling, something like that, that would... Um, um, that's heavy. Yeah. I am and highly fascinated with with humans, human behaviour, why we do what we do, the backgrounds of people's lives, how I can help, or or, or even just implant perspective um, for a situation that just... I just love it. So, you know, I'm the person, like, at the Kia, it's not like, how's your day? It's like, how's your heart? How's your emotional heart? Yeah. You know, I, I ask all these. It's because I think too many times, no one really cares about you know when you go into it's it's just sort of daily like hi how are you but no one really cares. It's like I like to be able to make people feel valued and heard as well. So mm. that kind of fuck. runs quite alongside it. Fuck, I have the same same rant as basically you. Well, I say the same thing as you, but I rant about it because I'm northern. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> And it's true, like, no one wants to have the tough conversations, no one wants to ask the hard questions, and no one truly gives a fuck. Like, it's all it's all superficial. Everyone just kind of wants to get what they want and leave. Um, and it is it is funny <laughs> when you turn around and go, oh, so how's life? And they're just like, holy shit, what do you mean? What do you mean, how's life? And I'm like, no, like, you can say it's shit at the moment. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, there's some... <laughs> Space to open up what people will tell you you know fuck yeah and there's some beauty in because you clearly don't know them and they might never ever see you again but from that you um expressing that you actually care about that person and asking the tough questions that might change them yep I, it might not i worked right outside of the um courts uh by the town hall and i'd get countless people coming in with addictions and that and, and they'd walk up and they're a bit jittery and and I'd say you're on the bulb now aren't you you know I'd just call it and they're mm. just like, I heard you know and I was like uh, what are you what are you going in for are you, are you planning on going in for good or was it murder or you know I'd just call it but without mm. judgment I mean um and I'd just shout them a cuppa and and just tell them you know um it's going to be okay and well you know like and it's just like just breathing or just whatever I'd say but mm. just even though it could be a little bit cliche or con, you know cheesy 
it's massive for people that probably never get any positive words said to them, you know? Yeah. That's the reason why they've ended up here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you just, you really don't know what the next decision someone's going to make. So mm-hmm. it's just so important to be kind, like wherever you meet people you go, because uh, there's been a few times when people have been thinking about taking themselves out before they were walking through um, the park and they just sat and had a conversation with me, which I find so precious because I think mm. life is precious. I think human mm. beings are precious. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm with you, man. That's so true, man. That's so, so true. And it's so, it's beautiful, like, spreading a little bit more like that. And I do think it's local businesses, those those big minds, but in a in a small man's shoes or a small woman's shoes, you know what I mean? Not the massive corporations, not the politicians, not any of that bullshit. Like, it's the people on the ground. It's the people scrubbing the toilets. It's the it's the people shaking hands, kissing babies. Like, they're the ones that actually make the change. And all yeah. it does is starts off with, like, saying hello. That's it. That's all it does. Right. I know you're a busy lady, so I've got some quick fire questions for you before you uh, pop off and uh, go spread some joy. Pardon the pun. <laughs> um, first one, how do you have your coffee? How do I have my coffee? Well, this morning it is uh, kind of like a long black with a splash of coconut milk. I kind of tend to – I like the coconut flat whites or the coconut long blacks. That's my jam now. I've gone nice. off the dairy. Have you had? Uh, have you ever tried oat milk? Yeah, I, I sell oat milk. Oat milk. Yeah, it's not bad. It kind of oh. tastes similar to the old – normal milk yeah i like it i think it's a bit sweet you know yeah i do i like it yeah um favorite meal oh i'm gonna have to say it's a cross between good thai food and good mexican food oh nice or both because why not (laughs) i'll have all the best of all the worlds absolutely (laughs) yeah why not uh, are you a morning or a night person? I just so I would so love to say morning, but I'm really just not. Um, <laughs> so yes, I'll go with night. Yeah. Uh, what's your favourite movie? Uh, Green Mile slash. Oh shoot. Um, Forrest Gump slash Memoirs of a Geisha. Wow, I'm not seeing that last one, but the first yeah, two and absolute bangers. Good. Yeah. Uh, favorite book or the most influential book that you've read? Possibly, apart from the Bible, um, I would say there's a book called "Not Without My Daughter." I like true sort of stories, um, mm. and it's about this woman who um, is married to this Muslim man, and they have a daughter, and they head back to Saudi Arabia or some Arab country, and Anyway, he ends up sort of like manipulating her and then entrapping her there and she tries to flee and he says, you can go, but you can't take our daughter. So pretty much it's about her and the planning on trying to get her daughter and her out of this Arab country that she feels trapped in. It's quite, you can't put the book down. It's pretty amazing. You just feel so grateful that you have the freedoms that, that we have in a country where we're not downtrodden and we don't have to stay hidden as a female like it's pretty yeah. insane so yeah i would yeah. say that one wow that's heavy yeah sounds interesting though yeah very sure. interesting um three things you would say to a young lady wanting to get into business 
three pieces of advice. Not to involve too many people in your decision because it can throw you off your goal. Mm-hmm. Um, because everyone has an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, pretty much that saying, "Where there's a will, there's a way." Like, if you if you want this, mm-hmm. do do the things that are gonna get you in in there, or find find how you're gonna be able to get the the funds to be able to do that. Um, create a plan, etc. Uh, and surround yourself with people that believe in you, that you can do it. Nice. I like that. It's all about that inner circle, man. It's all about what who, who surrounds you. Yeah. Um, do you have a morning routine or an anchor for the day? It doesn't necessarily have to be in the morning, but something that sets you in the day, something that keeps you grounded. Um... Nothing really said. I just try to do at least 10 minutes of self-growth, whether it be listening to like a podcast or listening to some inspirational stuff in the day. Generally, generally, I'm pretty good at self-regulating, but if I'm sort of a bit off my game or um, feeling a bit maybe anxious about life, I will go and research something that will help ease. Um, I tend to like to sort of be like, okay, I'm feeling like this, right. Let's let's go on and see and if, if I can just feed myself with some good stuff. Um, generally, on the whole, I just kind of just roll with whatever. Mm. But I just got to talk to somebody probably is my thing. I just got to yeah. connect with someone, whether it be on the phone or whether I see them in person. Yeah. Very, very social person though, aren't you? So social, yeah. yeah. So feed social. off that energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, describe yourself in five words. Mm. Energetic, fun-loving, non-judgmental, oh my goodness, courageous, and a nurturer. And which? A nurturer. Nurturer. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, biggest life lesson. It would have to be once. So, in regards to my daughter, um, it would have it have to be if you make the decision, like not to, if you make a, a a final decision, like you can't change anything after that. But if you if you're worried about what the future is, but you, you 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 have multiple decisions. I don't know. What I'm saying here is that I didn't know what was going to happen with having Leah and how my life was going to turn out. But I did know if I was going to abort Leah, then that was it, that there was no going back. So I had the opportunity to be able to make a better life for myself by having Leah. Mm. And I did. And, and I... I had more control over that than I would have of just stopping it all because I can't reverse that that decision yeah. once that's done final. So yeah. that would be that would be and that you just don't know what's around the corner. And also like with within my family, like initially I was like, what are people gonna think? 
but no one actually gives a crap after about one or two weeks of you doing something like that because everyone has their own lives that they're dealing with. So no one yeah. actually cares what's going on in your life. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is fucking gold. That's so true. They're like, man, they, they get over it. It's fine. Real quick. Yeah. People um, aren't talking about us as much as we think they are. <laughs> oh, fuck no. It's only in your head. It's yeah. only that little uh, little devil on your shoulder, right? Yeah. Um, right, last one. Okay, what is your mantra or one of your mantras uh, or a quote that you live by? Whether business, life, doesn't matter. Um, it would have to be that one of... Um, Just that make people feel better. Uh, make people feel le- le- Oh my goodness, I can't say it. Make when people leave from seeing you feel better than before they arrived. Probably yeah. would be the biggest one for me. Yeah. I, I want with people on my obituary or like when I die and that to say that she just she was just a joy to be around. You know that that she just made an environment better. That's what yeah. I want people to say when they die. Not for sure. Mm. I mean, for sure, for sure. Um, all right, mate. I know you need to jump into um, the coffee container, but if people wanted to find you um, personally or obviously Kia Coffee, where would you send them? Um, Bethy Joy. Is it Bethy underscore Joy on Instagram? Um, and Bethy Joy on Facebook. Uh mm. And it's and Kia Coffee K E A Coffee. It's a blue logo that's on both Instagram and Facebook. And I am parked up outside of the Margaret Mayhew Playground, just in the corner of Manchester Street. There, in the middle of the town, it's the number one place on TripAdvisor to go to Margaret Mayhew Playground in Christchurch. Surprisingly, so we get so many thousands of people there with a year. So that's pretty cool. There you go. There you go. So cool. Come say hi. Have a bit of a chat and. Yeah, love to meet you. That'll be sick. That'll be sick. All right, mate. Um, you go enjoy making coffees and spreading some joy. I appreciate it. Hey, it's been a pleasure, Alex. Spot on, mate. Um, I will see you in the next coming days. Okay, sounds good. All right, mate. Oh, I'll, come, I'll come for a coffee. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. Yeah, okay. spot on. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye. Take it easy, mate.